When things aren't going well, you do what you do, you know best. Boston College heads back to St. Francis Academy in Maryland and lands their latest recruit. On today's show, I'm going to talk all about Darrell Robinson, what that means for the Eagles and everything in between and their new uh, commitment for the class of 23. All this and more on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, folks, this is AJ Black, Locked On BC, your team every day. On today's show, Darrell Robinson, a class of 23, running back out of St. Francis Academy in Maryland, commits to the Eagles. This is a big get for for BC and one that had been in the works for a while. Now, Robinson, a 6'1", three-star recruit, chose Boston College over offers from Virginia Tech and Georgia Tech. Those were the other big finalists for him. And it's been kind of in the works now for a while. Now, Robinson... You know, he has uh, he had an originally announced that he was going to um, make his decision back in July and it was kind of under wraps where he was going to go. He kind of kept it under the under the radar and he never made a decision. Now, he was if you were wondering, there was a couple silent commitments that didn't come up. He was one of them uh, that was, you know, pledging to BC. But, it, you know, I think he kind of wanted to make sure that he made his right decision and he did. He ended up pledging to Savon Huggins and Azar Abdul-Rahim, and he's the second running back in this class. Why is this important? Darrell Robinson, of course, plays for St. Francis Academy, one of the best college football teams in the country. Max Preps has them, I think, as the number three school in the country right now. They are a powerhouse. I think they played in all over the country this year. They played in Hawaii. I know they played over, I think, in California as well, Texas. They're, they're a team, they're a program in a school that really puts a high emphasis on football. And they have a ton of talent there. I mean, you look at some of the guys that they put out. I mean, their whole team is, is basically guys that can go Division One football. Now, BC has two from that group. They have, um, they have Darrell Robinson and they have Brian Sims. Uh, who is a defensive end and committed earlier this offseason. Robinson had a big uh, summer. And I think he, if I remember correctly, exploded at some camps. And I want to say it was the Under Under Armour camps that he really had a huge summer. Um, and it really opened the eyes of some scouts because they were saying, like, this, is, this kid's legit. Like, he's going to be a guy that's going to really be successful at that next level. So... The fact that BC still landed him, I think, says a lot about the relationship that Jeff Halfley has with that school and with Darrell Robinson. I mean, and, and not just Halfley, Azar Abdul-Rahim is, is the rock star of that area. I mean, when you talk to any kid, any kid from the Baltimore area, the Maryland area, all they talk about is Azar Abdul-Rahim. This guy is like a legend down there. And, he, and he's paying dividends. Like, the fact that Boston College is in the door of a program like St. Francis that has such a um, reputation for good football. You know, this is a school that I don't think Steve Halfley, I mean, not Steve, yeah, Steve Halfley, you guys are going to laugh at that one. Um, Steve, Steve Adazio ever had any kids come to BC. I don't think this ever happened before. So 
they're up to four on the roster now. Well, three on the roster, one committed, Darrell Robinson. And there's more down the line. And we'll talk a little bit about that in our last segment. But, you know, Robinson is, he's an explosive running back. And I like what he brings that's a little different than some of the running backs that BC has uh, currently on their roster. You know, they got, they last last class, they landed two, Alex Broom and uh, Cam Barfield. And if you've watched any of the most recent BC games, first of all, they both can block, which is interesting, but they're also like 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, they are tiny. I was watching them and I was texting Mitch, uh, Mitch Wolf, who we've had on the show before. When I was watching them line up in the huddle next to Jakovic, I was like, are those really the same? Are they really like running backs out there? Cause they look so small, but that's the kind of backs that they went for, for that class. They had to kind of balance out some of the old, um, you know, the Pat Garwos and, and the types like that from, from the Dazi era, but you still need downhill runners. You can't just have scat backs. You can't just have, uh, you know, smaller backs that can catch the ball out of the backfield and do a lot of things. As we've seen, you need running backs that can do, uh, the, the heavy lifting. And I think that's what Rob, I, I think that's what Robinson's going to do because the other running back that they landed, um, the kid from Catholic Memorial, he is a, again, a smaller back. And I think he's much more of a special teams kind of player. I don't see him as, um, and you know, he might, he, I mean, who knows he could turn into an every down back, but everything I've heard about him is that he's a very, very uh, good special teams player. So, that could be something as well. And I'm uh Dottrell Jones, excuse me. I couldn't get his name out. Um, so that's, 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 that's the four one one on uh, Robinson. This was a weird, I have to say it was a weird uh, recruiting process because, you know, he made his decision back in July and it could have gone a bunch of different ways. I mean, he, he was like neck BC and, and Virginia tech were neck and neck. And, they were, you know, it, he could have gone to either school. I heard Buzz it was going to be BC. That's why I had my crystal ball in, and I get some points because I think I had it in for like two months uh, before he actually committed. But um, you know, he ends up at BC. I, you know, I, I think he visited over the summer, and this this it took so long, and and we'll never know why he took the time he did. I, and I've talked to some people, and they're like, I don't know. I think the staff didn't know. I don't think anyone kind of got a good idea of why Robinson took so long. And and folks kept asking me like folks on two, four, seven and Eagle inside. They're like, why is he not respond? Why is he not made a decision yet? Is he going to end up at BC? Why do you have your crystal ball still in? And it was like, it was all question marks. No one could answer. I haven't seen someone take that long from a decision to an announcement in a long time. And it was, it was just an interesting, um, Turn of events. So that's where it is. And I, I also have to say the timing of his decision is also quite funny because when your finalists are BC and Virginia tech and you just watch Virginia tech smoke BC, he goes and still picks BC, um, which tells you a lot. Like the fans that are always going, why is it anyone going to commit here? This team's terrible, blah, blah, blah. I'm telling you sometimes recruits at this level do not have the same mentality as fans. They're not fans. They see the coaching staff, the coaches that they like, and they can see the vision of maybe where things are going. They 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 talk to these coaches all the time. And so the coaches kind of talk them up and, and let them know what's going on, maybe give them a hint on why things are going you know sideways on the field, but how they can help fix it. 
Um, I mean, Robinson said something himself. He said today, he said, um, and I have the quote right here, you know, um, we've seen firsthand how important and crucial a running back is in this offense. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but Pat Garwell was, was he averaging two yards a carry? So that was an interesting part there. So in a moment, I'm going to talk about St. Francis Academy. I want to look at where this, this program is and kind of um, where BC is going to go next because they're still not done. And I think they have some more room on their roster. But before we do that, BetOnline is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, and podcasts, including this year's opening week games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. With football in, in, in full swing, BetOnline is your place to go. On on um, Sunday with the NFL going, and I went over to BetOnline, and I saw some great spreads that I looked at. and had a great time on my Sunday and I actually had a good weekend in terms of my picks. So I'm as happy on bet online. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including major league baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. AJ black here locked on BC. Thank you all for listening and making us your first listen every morning. We're your team every day. We're the, only Boston College podcast that does this five days a week, and I love doing it for you. If you are listening on YouTube right now, hit that subscribe button. We hit 500 subscribers on our YouTube page uh, this afternoon, and I want to continue up. I want to get to a thousand at some point, and we are cooking, and it's because of you, the listeners who have keep coming back and listening to our show. Thank you all so much for making Locked On BC part of your daily routine. I want to thank each and every one of you. Now, Darrell Robinson. Um, and, you know, I love being part of 247 Sports because I get the chance to tell you guys when I know things. Um, if you're an Eagle Insider uh, VIP member, I give you updates. I, I have I have some news up there right now about two different uh, upcoming recruits. And I, I can't give you that because uh, everything on, on the podcast, because some of it is, is for the written stuff too, right? So <clears throat> where does BC go next? I think the next piece, as we said on yesterday's show, is continuing in that world of the St. Francis Academy athlete. And on Sunday, KP Price, a safety who transferred in from Maryland to um, St. Francis Academy, again, (laughs) uh, he's going to make his decision. And, you know, this is a kid um, who was on campus again this summer uh, with Darrell Robinson. He uh, has a great relationship with the staff. And I think I've heard the staff is very high on him. So he could be the next big commitment for BC. We'll have to wait on Sunday. So make sure you're following me on Twitter at AJ Black underscore BC. And I'll make sure that I have all that information when it goes up. I, I mean, be a part of 247. I get that info immediately out to you guys. So if you want it first, make sure you're checking me out. Um, but KP price will be the next, he could be the next one. And with that, the recruiting rankings continue to, to creep in the right direction. After Darrell Robinson committed two, four, seven had BC at 43rd, not the best. You, I mean, I'd love to see BC in the thirties, but definitely a step in the right direction. Robinson, I believe is their, um, 
He's either their fourth or fifth best recruit that they have. Now he's rated an 87, uh, which is good. That's, that's exactly what you want. That's I mean, for a BC, you get in love with the star rankings, but there's a difference between just, you know, just a little side note here. Uh, so like di- all three star recruits are not built the same way. Let's put it that way. Because if you go to two, four, seven and you look at the scores, it gives you a better, um, gives you a better idea of where in that star ranking, because a three-star athlete can be a wide range of players, right? So like Khalil Ali is BC's best ranked recruit. He has a three-star ranking. He is a 0.88, which if you know, two, four, seven, a 0.90 is a four-star. So he's like right on the edge. Dottrell Jones, 0.887, right on the edge. Antonio Cotman, 0.87. Sean Battle, 0.87. Continuing down, Darrell Robinson, 0.87. But so those are all like solid to high three-star recruits. I think that's what kind of gets lost here. Because if you go further down, I mean, they're not all 8.7s. You go down and you've got 8.3 for Ryan Mickow. Paulette Afoa is 0.84. So... You can see, you can kind of strategize and, and understand who is the higher ranked recruits. Who who do they have that's probably closer to a four star? Who could have a big reevaluation period? I think that's that's where uh, BC is doing better this year. And you know, when you look at the score right now, they are averaging a. Um, actually, I don't have the score in front of me, <laughs> uh, but they are a point. They're 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 ranked forty third right now, and. Actually, I could pull it up. Uh, they are ranked a .8656. So .8656 is what their score was this year. And if you pull up last year, they were lower than that. They were a um, .8640. So, I mean, it, you know, when people are saying that BC's recruiting went down from last year, they didn't. They actually, they've gone up actually in the, in the quality of recruits. So don't fall in love with the, just need a four-star ranking, because I think that's a little misleading for what BC has and uh, you know, where they're going. So that's our kind of little conversation here on um, our friend uh, Darrell Robinson. I went, I went into this episode going, I'm going to play his commitment video in about a 15 second clip. And if you've listened to it, you know where I'm going to say here, but I changed my mind. So he's got a beautifully made uh, video that he created, or he had someone create for him about his journey and where he ended, why he ends up where he's going and how this is going to be such a game changer for his family and blah, blah, blah. Beautifully done. And then he says, and then I'm committing to Boston college university. And I went, Oh my gosh, it's now on tape. <laughs> um, but you know, I was actually talking to other locked on hosts and as, as much as BC fans are like, this is only something that happens at Boston college. Um, someone reminded me that Leonard Fournette said that he committed that his video back in the day said he committed to the university of LSU. Um, and that there's millions of other schools that have had the same thing. So we're not special here, but this one cracked me up and I don't know. You guys have always asked me, like, is this something that means anything? I don't. I don't think it means anything, but we'll have to wait and see. So in our final segment, (laughs) this is how much I I am into talking about the main black bears. I'm going to give you some talking points about the main black bears, and we're going to do it in about five minutes because it's it's an FCS game. But I'm going to talk about why I think it's an important game and where BC can go from here. Um, And we'll get to that in just a moment. 
This is Locked On BC, AJ Black. If you enjoy my podcast, if you enjoy getting your news every day about BC, check out Locked On ACC. It's a daily BC pot, uh, yeah, daily ACC podcast hosted by Candace Cooper with a rotating host of other Locked On ACC hosts, including yours truly, who comes on on Wednesdays. Um, it's great. If you want to get your ACC information and all that conference goodies, you need to check out Locked On ACC wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so we're getting into the main Black Bears. This is the game on Saturday night. It's a 7.30 start. It's on the RSN network. For all of you that don't have Nessin, make sure you find your family members that have a Nessin login so you can watch the game. But it's an FCS game, and this is probably the most important FCS game that BC has played in 15 years because this is a game BC has to win, first of all. It's a game where they also have some things on the field that they need to accomplish as well. And that is BC has to be able to figure out some things on the offensive line. Yes. Maine has a, is not a good defense. And I'm sure whatever they put out there will not be anywhere near the level of Rutgers of Virginia tech. And that BC, no matter what they do should be able to stop, be able to move the ball. Yes. But there is things in between that they can do that will be so important for this game. And that is getting their communication down. This is going to give them some live reps where you have probably two backups now in probably for Ozzy Trapillo and Kevin Klein, getting that communication in learning how to do the things that, you know, Mitch is always already always brings up like miss, um, you know, communicating on stunts, communicating on, on blitzers, things like that this is a perfect opportunity for them to improve there because you can't do that against Florida state. You can't just like learn on the fly and like fix things, you know, in in the moment you can do that against um, you can do that against Maine. So I think this is a big game for, for that and for the confidence of this offensive line. While we're all watching these games and many of you out there are going, man, this, this offensive line is bad. And you could kind of sense from when Halfley talks about it. He he says he has his back, but you can tell it beats him down a little bit too. Think of what the players think. Think about those five offensive linemen who are struggling every single game so far and have to go out there and have everyone watch them fall on their butts, get beat on the edge, get beat inside over and over again. You have to imagine that their, their psyches have been beaten up. They need to have a confidence-boosting win over Maine. To go out there and and do whatever they do, need to do. Now, Halfley says he's going to you know get things to so they can do what they have to do. And to me, that means they're probably going to simplify some things. If they do that and it works, these players could have a little bit of momentum going into Florida State. They just need to feel better about themselves in terms of and and by executing at a higher level, of course. But if they execute. They'll feel better. And then you can build. That's where you build and, and, and go on from there and be able to, to say next week, okay, we have Florida State, but you know what? We we showed last week that we can still we can work as a unit. We we can do what we need to do. So the main black bears, yeah, who cares? It's a FCS school. And I'm not gonna sit here and, and crap on the bears because I'm already 0 for 2 on that one, and I don't want to jinx anything. I feel like every time I open my fat mouth, I um, I jinx BC. So I'm not going to go down there. But I think the offensive line will have a chance to do some things here, and I think that'll be impressive. On top of that, I think the defense can, t- can continue to build on what they've done. 
as as Mitch and I have both said, there have been moments where the defense has had trouble, but like they've given up 14 points on really bad turnovers by BC. Once against Rutgers, once against Virginia Tech. They had, you know, some really good plays by Virginia Tech last week. They they have I think they have a shutout in them coming up soon because they're playing at a very good level, high level. And a, a team like Maine, a team that lost to Colgate and they lost to somebody else. I forget who else they played, but they, they're 0-2. Maine is a is the perfect opportunity for this defense to go out there and make a statement and really in the and also gain some confidence. I think that's important. When you lose two games, you know, Maine it, it, for fans are like, yeah, you beat Maine. That's that's great for saying that from the from the state and from the stands. The players think of it differently, though. They think of this as an opportunity to get a W at home and to feel good for the for the first time in three weeks. Yeah, it's Maine, but it's still a win. And don't lose that fact. Okay. So for BC, that that's that's the big points. And and the fun part is that you're gonna get to see BC play against an old friend. Uh, you know, a lot of transfers leave and you're like, yeah, whatever. But Kobe White was a favorite for a lot of folks out here. I know a lot of our listeners love this guy. Um, and he had a weird offseason. We knew he was going to probably transfer. He got hurt again at the end, you know, very beginning of last year. And that was it. And then he transferred to James Madison. I don't know what happened there. It, that'll be between him and James Madison. But he ends up at Maine. And he's there and you, he's going to get one more p- chance to play at, at Chestnut Hill. And I'm not always into big into like the, the, the personal stories, but I think that's pretty cool. Now, how much is he going to play? Who knows? I mean, he has one catch for two yards in two games so far. So, I mean, is he going to play a big role? No, but maybe Maine's going to just get him out there to get him some reps at, at BC. So we'll have to wait and see there. Also, Maine also has a second, uh, has a second, um, transfer as well from BC Aaron Gethers who uh, was a defensive back from 2018 it was an Adazio guy and um, you know he, he I don't think he ever played at BC or if he did it was very quick and that was it for him the funny thing about Gethers is he went to Bishop McDivitt um, same high school as Kobe White so I don't know if he had anything to do with White playing sorry uh, playing at uh, Maine but that's where he's at. So we'll have to, we'll get to see that. So on tomorrow's show, I'll give you my previews and predictions, everything you need to know about this game. One last reminder, we're making our quest for 600. I want to get 600 subscribers on Locked on BC by the time of this, the basketball season. We're a couple of weeks away now. Please help us by hitting that subscribe button right now. We're going to do live um, shows on, after the games for every game coming up uh, that I'm not covering and I'm at home. And so we'll be after the main game to talk about it. We'll probably have Mitch on again. Uh, and you're only going to get that that night on the YouTube page. So make sure you subscribe. And if you're at home listening to this on a podcast, just open the YouTube app or go to youtube.com, find Locked On BC, and boom, you'll be there. This is AJ Black. You can follow me on Twitter at AJ Black underscore BC. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you again soon. Cheers, folks.